Welcome to Breaking Boundaries in Breast Cancer on ReachMD, sponsored by Lilly. On this program, we'll hear from Dr. Terry Mamounis, Medical Director for the Comprehensive Breast Program at Orlando Health, University of Florida Health Cancer Center. Dr. Mamounis is here to share some advancements in early breast cancer that were featured at the 2020 San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposium. Let's hear from him now. There have been several presentations of the 2020 San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposiums that actually were impactful in the treatment of early stage breast cancer. Perhaps the most impactful was the um, responder trial that, as we know, randomized patients with one to three positive nodes and an oncotype score of zero to 25 to receive endocrine therapy plus chemotherapy versus endocrine therapy alone. And the overall findings of the study showed that there was a small benefit in terms of uh, chemotherapy plus endocrine therapy versus endocrine therapy alone, but the benefit essentially was exclusively seen in the premenopausal cohort of patients, and there was an interaction between menopausal status and benefit from chemotherapy. So there was no benefit in postmenopausal women with a recurrent score of 0 to 25, but there was significant benefit in the premenopausal cohort of women with a current score of 0 to 25. And these results will be impactful on how we treat patients in the clinic on Monday morning. In terms of other trials that may have some impact, in terms of surgical trials, the RISA's trial was a trial looking at radioactive iodine insertion in the uh, axillary lymph nodes that are involved uh, at the time of diagnosis and before new adjuvant therapy and retrieval of the involved lymph node based on the radioactivity of the radioiodine seed. This approach that now has been labeled targeted axillary lymph node dissection results in a higher accuracy of identifying the involved lymph nodes and decreasing the false negative rate of the sending lymph node biopsy after neoadjuvant chemotherapy. And the false negative rate of the targeted axillary dissection with the radioactive iodine seed retrieval was 3.5% in that trial, which is actually very low. gives us good assurance that this is a good approach in staging the axilla that uh, is involved before neoadjuvant chemotherapy, staging it after neoadjuvant chemotherapy. Several other trials looking at adjuvant therapy for DCIS were discussed. Uh, the IBIS-2 uh, results, uh, comparing anastos of 2 tamoxifen, were presented. These were updated results uh, that unfortunately continue to show no significant benefit for anastosol over tamoxifen, even with about 11 years uh, follow-up. Uh, and this was similar to the previous disclosure of this trial with seven years of follow-up. Uh, and these results are actually not confirming what we have seen in the NSABP B35 trial, uh, where anastosol favored tamoxifen, particularly in women under the age of 16. These, of course, all were postmenopausal women. And uh, we've seen several radiotherapy trials also been disclosed in San Antonio, an update of the PRIME2 trial, which is a trial looking at radiotherapy versus non-radiotherapy for patients that have localized invasive ear-positive or to negative breast cancer, older patients, 65 years or older, to see whether this improves local control and also whether it improves survival. And not surprisingly, these data continue to show that uh, the addition of radiotherapy improves local control, but it does not change survival because most of the, the events in these patients are deaths from other causes, not breast cancer. An interesting trial also for non-invasive breast cancer was presented by Boon Chua that actually for patients with DCIS asked the question, what is the role of a boost 
in places that have lampectomy receive breast radiotherapy, and also what is the, the role of hyperfractionation versus conventional fractionation. And the bottom line was that the boost improved local control significantly, but hyperfractionation was not any different uh, than uh, traditional fractionation in terms of um, both uh, safety and efficacy. And I think these are important confirmatory uh, findings for DCIS patients that we have already known for invasive breast cancer patients. You've been listening to Breaking Boundaries in Breast Cancer, sponsored by Lilly. To revisit any part of this discussion and to access other episodes in this series, visit ReachMD.com, where you can be part of the knowledge. Thanks for listening.